All right, now it's time to talk about our brand new sponsor, Peloton. Jason, ah. you're a big Peloton guy, right? I am a big Peloton fan. Everyone loves them. One of my favorite things to do is walk on treadmills. So I'm, I've been chopping at the bit for this tread. Is this real? I swear to God. Kylie and I ordered it probably a month ago. That a boy. Way to pump it up. Yeah. Well, 92 percenters, whether you're like Jason and trying to get in shape during retirement or just trying to add a new challenge to your training, spring is the best time to get started. Just in time for summer, baby. Warmer days are coming. How about that? That's right. Peloton's varying class lengths allow you to personalize your workout. Whether you'd like to add 10-minute core session at the end of your metrics-focused class or take a 60-minute power zone ride to increase your endurance, Peloton classes are designed to help focus on your goals. And there's also a variety of classes like boot camps, boxing, marathon training, all created to grow your skills. Plus, Peloton Entertainment lets you work hard while you watch harder. Catch all of your favorite teams and streaming options like NBA League Pass while you power up your training. How about that? Get a head start on the summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. They are running out of these things. Selling like hotcakes. What does it feel like when you just you see Mahomes out there just take control of the game? Like, What is that feeling for you as a head coach? Well, it's a little bit like in the Super Bowl. Um, I, I'm not telling you this not to rub it in or anything, but it's all right. <laughs> it's going to be all week we'll for get, me. <laughs> uh, we'll get you that handkerchief. Just, just, just hang on. I'll pass it to you. I'll lend you my shirt. You know, a little bit. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is a hot seat today. Welcome back to New Heights. <laughs> Presented by Wave Sports and Entertainment and brought to you by our friends at Fireball, the pound for pound, undisputed, best shot of the world. We are your hosts. I'm, J- I'm Travis Kelsey. This is my big brother, Jason Kelsey, out of Cincinnati, Ohio. All right, out of Cleveland, Ohio. Cincinnati Bearcats. Don't forget it. Um, new episodes come to you every Wednesday and subscribe on YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. Follow on social media platforms at New Heights Show with one S. Jason, can you tell the people why these seats are so hot today? Yeah, I mean, as you can tell with Travis fumbling over the intro, we're nervous. And we're nervous because this is the one interview we've been looking forward to doing since we started the show. We got the guy who's responsible for getting us both into the NFL. He's right here with us. He's the 6'3 offensive tackle from John Marshall High School. John Marshall! He's a, he is a former NFL coach of the year. Well, he's the coach of the year every year in our book. Uh, second in career wins among, amongst active head coaches. He is the only coach to appear in four consecutive conference championship games with two different franchises. This year he became a two-time Super Bowl champion, which is, I, know, I should be sad, but I'm, I can't be sad about this. Not guy once, but twice, baby. Took the world by storm with his State Farm commercials last year, <laughs> uh, who proved that he does have acting ability. That's it. You know who it is. It's the big man. Big Red, Andy Reid is in the building. Coach Reid is with us. I don't know how we got this to happen. I mean, Travis finally, how did it happen? Travis finally asked you? Yeah, no, he he asked me. He kind of asked me. We were just having (laughs) a fun rap on, uh, you know, Twitter. Or no, it wasn't Twitter. It was uh, on our... In text, yeah. Yeah, texting. Yeah. and I just bit on it like a big dog. Real, <laughs> but I'm in. I'm in. I'm fully in. I'm gonna need grease to get out of this seat, but I'm ready. I'm are ready you, to go. Are you upset that it took so long for him to ask? like? Were you waiting for us to ask you? No, I heard through the grapevine that uh, you guys were a little nervous to ask. <laughs> Not that that's a good thing. Do you have that effect on every player? Like, or is is there something about us that you just want to no, make us? Listen, nervous? if you guys are nervous, yeah, I'd really be surprised. <laughs> 
What's with that all mean, the, Coach? With all that we've gone through. Yeah. Especially my left side. I've got my, <laughs> I've got my right side and my left side. Let's get it, baby. <laughs> Let's get into it, man. So we're going to start off. We always do this thing, new news. Can you hit us with it? We go, new news. New news. And then you do your version. Oh, are you you on this? Yeah, Yeah, let's go. But first, as always, new news. New news. New news. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's see what these new news is today. Trab, what did you finally text to get the big guy on the show? Man, I tell you what. I am... softly just said that me and you would really appreciate it if you would consider it. And um, I'll tell you what, Coach, you uh, you hit me with an all-time liner. And it really, you know, it really made me feel like I was I was one of yours. You said that, uh, man, you really don't do this kind of stuff, but you would you would do a backflip for the Kelsey's baby. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. So no. me and Jason got a crazy bet. Have you ever done a backflip? You know a backflip. You know what? Believe it or not, I took t- – Gymnastic class. What? I, I knew it. I did. How long? Yeah, that, that was about how high I got right there. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was it was good. Uh, you know, we did the trampoline and the backflips and then uh, did it into the pit. Yeah. Ooh. The foam That's where you started yeah, off. So I'm in college and, you know, all the pretty girls were on the gymnastics team and I had to do it right in front of them. You know, they were working out. Did you nail it? I kind of did. Yeah! Yeah, Not surprised. Yeah, yeah. This guy's done backflips before. Those days are over, though. (laughs) I got to say, I have tried to do a backflip into a pool. I can't do it. My, like, brain has, like, a point where I get to, like, about halfway. Don't kill yourself. And then I just land on my head every single time. (laughs) I I just don't do it. We need to bet you. What is the key? We need to bet you a cheeseburger, and you'll get over it. Then I'll find out how to do it. That's That's right. right. (laughs) That's right. Throw the head back, and let's roll. When you first heard that we were doing a podcast... Or a show in the middle of a season, what was your reaction? What What did you think? Well, I knew um, with you heading it up that uh, we'd be okay. <laughs> See, huh? that's a lot of pressure right there, but no, yeah, it worked out. I, it my did. only My only worry was that you were going to retire. You were yeah. going to get so good at this yeah. that you were going to retire. And then I didn't think it was so good. I well, knew you'd keep him under control. Though. <laughs> well, yeah, I, we saw each other at the combine, and you definitely were putting the. You were letting me know that um, unless you're fully ready to retire, you shouldn't do that yet. Yeah, you don't want to do that yet. Yeah, you I, got a lot in the tank. I appreciated that. It was awesome seeing but, you there. But listen, if you do retire, you got a good gig going right here. Yeah, no, <laughs> we, yeah, we've set it up pretty good. We're but, having um, fun with this one, yeah. Yeah, we're having too much fun playing still. This is a nice side hustle, but uh, I mean, we both met in the Super Bowl last year. Congratulations on number two. Yeah, um, I appreciate. How that. many? Of you, so you've been to. Five? Six, six yeah. Six? six? Man, I'm shortchanging you. Three and three. Oh, three my three gosh. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, congrats on your second one. I appreciate it. I do. Not to you. Only yeah. to you. No, I, well, it's my job <laughs> to get them over 500, so let's go, baby. Let's go. Let's go, let's go. All righty, before we keep going, time to shout out our next partner, Fireball. Fireball takes any event to the next level, like winning the big game, getting drafted, or interviewing your own head coach. How about that? Fireball's iconic cinnamon flavor tastes fire and goes down easy, making it the ultimate crowd pleaser. Woo! That's why it's the number one shot in the country. You know what I really like about Fireball, Jason? What's that? Those little Fireball shooters. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Don't need a shot guy for those. Just crack it open, knock it back. You big fireball guy, Jason? Huge. It's the number one shot in the country for a reason, Trav. Mm. Just crack it and enjoy it. And you can get fireball wherever you purchase your fine spirits. 
Wow, wow, wow. Before we move on, if you're trying to get out of the house, our friends at SeatGeek are here to help you with the best deals out there. That's right, baby. With over 28 million downloads, SeatGeek is the number one ticketing app with more than 70,000 events every single day on SeatGeek. That doesn't make any sense to me, but if it's on this paper, it's true, including concerts, sporting events, festivals. I mean, there's so much more on this app if it's 70,000 events. You got to see what's going on every single day, man. That's right. This summer alone, we got NBA playoffs, baby. I'm headed to the Roots picnic. And uh, what should people be trying to snag some tickets for? Man. Are tight end you tickets on? Man, that would be crazy. We need to add that aspect to it. Die, yeah. gone. What are um, we doing? We're wasting time. We are wasting time. I'm going to talk to the gang about that one. That'd be fun to yeah. get, an, get an audience involved in that. Um, but I'm a big music festival guy. There's a few music nice. festivals coming up. Rolling Loud's always one of them. Rolling Loud? Rolling Loud, baby. Where's that at? That's uh, it's in Miami. I think F1, Formula One is coming up. Everybody Formula check one. down to hey. Formula One Miami. Yeah, that was a blast last year. Uh, yeah, if you're into racing. Uh, what yeah, else is coming up? Uh, there's always PGA events going on at this time of year. Hey, um, that there is. College World Series is right around the corner. That's always a banger out in mm-hmm. Omaha, Probably got Nebraska. Some, some pickleball tournaments on. I mean, it's 70,000. They got they to have everything, dude. So 70,000 every day? Every day. Man, people love getting out the house. Every Who single thought? day, B. And uh, SeatGeek is great because they put all the tickets across the web in one place to make sure you're getting the best deal yet. Each ticket is rated on a scale of 1 to 10. So look for the green dots. Those mean good. And the red dots, not so good. It's that easy. And you know we came through for you guys. Come on now. Use our code KELSEY20 for $20 off tickets at SeatGeek. That's $20 off your first purchase with promo code KELSEY20. Make sure you click the link in the description to download the app. And uh, let's get back to the show. On it. All right, now, let's get to this episode's edition of 12 Bold Topics with my head coach. Jason, why don't you lead us off yeah. with the biggest and most going. important question of them all? So we got the draft coming up. So we th- think we'd start with the draft. You obviously drafted both of us. Yeah. And I don't know if I've ever told you the story, but I was in the Pro Bowl one year, and John Gruden was sitting there. And I think you guys had done a production meeting. And he said, you know, I saw Andy – before one of the games, and I said, so you drafted Jason and you drafted Travis? And he said, your response was, I, ja- I drafted Jason, I drafted Travis, and if there's any other Kelsey's out there, I'll draft them too. <laughs> so I'm asking you right now on the spot, why my daughter is three years old. If you're still coaching in 18 years, <laughs> can we get another Kelsey drafting? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah! Absolutely. You got a why. You got a baby girl. Do you remember what led to me getting drafted? And do you remember, I think we all remember what led to him getting drafted because all three of us were on the phone that day. <laughs> I guess what's the story behind mine, yours? Mine's mine and then yeah. we'll talk about Travis's. Yours was real easy. So you were a great player. Okay. A little bit undersized. Yeah. But had tremendous toughness, speed. You were smart and dirty tough. And so, I, you know, it was that was an easy decision. Yeah. And we needed a center. Yeah. And, and so... You fit in. We just got rid of all that linebacker stuff in you. <laughs> Gave you the hard mud and cut you loose. Yeah. This guy, I saw play against Temple. Yeah. 
and my son kept telling me, this tight end is unbelievable. Kelsey's brother is like incredible. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's 265 pounds. He's a beast. And then I, get, then I get him. He's scouting. I know. Then I get him. He's like 240. But that's okay. <laughs> but I remember this. I'm going to bring back a memory for you. Game's over. They mm -hmm. just destroyed Temple. Mm -hmm. And I come over to the locker room. You're there. Yep. With I your mom. Yep. Yeah. And... He comes walk be popping out and just giving me the business. Yeah. Like we're long lost friends. <laughs> and I'm going, I'm it, deep down, I'm going, if I get my hands on that son of a buck, I'm gonna rip his heart out. <laughs> <laughs> but I play along with it. Yeah. I play along yeah. with it. Yeah. Cocky, cocky. Jamie is cocky. Yeah. Just but but listen, I um, I I knew the roots. I knew the roots. Yeah. So for the first five years, it, it's been it was a war. The last five years have been unbelievable. You know, yeah. he traveled the country to 50 states, dating 50 <laughs> girls. I knew this show would be, I knew this show would be Kelsey, easy. Yeah. This show would be easy. Yeah, this is I, nothing catchy, compared we've to that. Play, we've named plays after it. We've had our and fun. And that play has been a hell of a play for us, it, Coach. No, it has. It has. <laughs> Constant seven. Not that yeah. show, though. Not that show. Not that show. We yeah. won't rerun that show. <laughs> I don't think do, anybody's rerunning that. Do you now. think, so back to draft night. Does Travis get drafted if you don't, if you hadn't drafted me and knew me already? But the red flags that were kind of out there around him? Yeah, that would have been tough. If you were in the league, I still would have called you. Yeah. Yeah, I would have called you. Somewhere yeah. I would have called you yeah. and, uh, and checked on him just to make sure because I had heard the rumors about him. Yeah. What you do know. you think now, having known those rumors and now having coached him for 10 years? Uh -oh. Yeah, so I, like I said, for like the first five years, mm -hmm. um, those rumors were pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> For the next five years, mm -hmm. uh, they've been awesome. Yeah. Nice. I mean, he's. You, I've watched him blossom as a leader, and I mean, he's always been a great player. But yeah, tremendous leader, big heart. Teammates love him. You're not the only leader in the family. Maybe. Yeah, I know that. No, show, Trav, show your personality, baby. That's right. That's one of the beautiful <laughs> things that I think is behind your coaching philosophy is everybody gets to lead in their own way, and Trav does it his way. I, I do it mine. Um, I think. Travis's personality, he always cares about his teammates, always wants to win. He's just a little bit young and trying to have a little bit too much fun, but that's that's yeah. caught up. Never have too much fun. I, told him, <laughs> I, said, yeah, I mean, I told both of you guys, let your personality show. Yes. He threw the flag at the official. That was amazing. You picked it up and handed it to him. That's the difference. Huh? That's an amazing clip. So do, I don't even know if we need to ask this, but who did you yell at most? The rookie, me or Travis? Uh, well... <laughs> I was I was hoarse with him. Yeah. <laughs> no more voice day. left. <laughs> it was every day. It was every day, baby. I, but I, hey, listen, that's how you know that I, that's how I knew that you saw something in me, though. So you already know. I never I never reacted in a bad way, did I? No, no, that's you what didn't. I'm I was always no. ready to just rock and roll, baby. Yeah, yeah. No, you were good with it. You already know. It's all yeah. you young guys out there. Don't be afraid to get yelled at. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta ask this: Was Trav? Trav is very upset that he wasn't the first tight end drafted his draft year. Was he the first tight end on the Chiefs draft board that year? He actually was the first one. Really? Yeah. yeah. You're not making this up no, in no. hindsight. No, he, we we were going to get him. That's who we wanted. That's who you wanted. <laughs> That's who we wanted. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah, John Dorsey was a part of this. I mean, yeah. you can double check with John. But that, right. was a, that was a slam dunk. Yeah, so he, he was going to be a chief. I love that. fired up right now sorry. <laughs> all right well you gotta get <laughs> all right let's keep it going then uh career uh rewind here coach uh let's talk some uh, coaching stories 
And let's talk a little coaching in the NFL. When did you first know that you wanted to be a head coach in the league? Yeah, so I, I wanted to be the best line coach ever. Okay. That's what I wanted to be. College, and then if the pros worked out, it'd be the pros. Yeah. And then Mike Holmgren said, I need to get out of the box. Hmm. Which, he was a quarterback, so I listened to him, right? We listened to the quarterbacks. Yeah. Sometimes. So, <laughs> so I jumped out of the box and coached the tight ends. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, you got to get further out of the box and go coach the quarterbacks. So I coached the quarterbacks. And then once you get into that quarterback room, then you go, you know what? Uh, there's a chance this thing's going to happen. Yeah. And, yeah. and so uh, just because I'm coaching Brett Favre, who at that time was the greatest quarterback ever, right? So right. Yeah. Um, I was very fortunate to, to have that opportunity. And so then I, you know, I had an idea that there, there'd be a chance. Do you think coaching offensive line helped you? Oh, absolutely. Right. Yeah. Which room do you, if you like can more? Co- if you can coach the offensive line, you can coach anything. Why do you say that? Because it's an abnormal position. Yeah. When you come out, eventually you're going to run. Yeah. Right? You're going to crawl, you're going to walk, you're going to run. Yeah. But you're not going to be in a three-point stand. <laughs> uh, right? That doesn't come normal? No, that's right. Do you like the O-line room more or the quarterback room more? Truthfully, yeah. I've liked all three positions okay. that I've coached. I've, I've coached the center, the guard, and the tackle. No, I've coached the, the O-line, the, the, <laughs> the O-line, the quarterbacks, and the tight ends. Had a blast in all three. Yeah. And there are different personalities for each right. each position. and. The O line is the most stable of the group. The quarterback, the, the quarterbacks, along with the center, have to know the most. Right. And so you're open to that world. They have to deal with the media, the organization, how they lead the organization, and then the tight ends are somewhere right in the middle of that. Yeah. And and they're normally a bit flamboyant. Um, <laughs> ki- second time. That's a great word. It's the second time. No, I, kill, a cow, kill a cow. That's the yeah, adjective that's I'm using for right. you from now on. Eat yeah. Chick fil A over there. Yeah. Eat yeah. more chicken. Yeah. Baby. Eat more chicken. <laughs> you just talked about Holgram um, through BYU, uh, Missouri, all the all the college teams, and even in uh, Green Bay or even in Philly. We like to talk mentors. Yeah. Uh, outside of just him, are there any other mentors that really made an impact? Or? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was lucky to have great high school coaches, youth coaches, high school coaches. Went to junior college, had great junior college coaches. I mean, it was we won championships kind of all the way along the line there. And uh, and then I go to BYU, and I've got a Hall of Fame college coach in Lavelle Edwards, who I was like the teacher's pet with him. He treated me like gold, man. I, I love him and his family. And and um, and then I go. You know, into the college ranks and all these different places. The head coaches. I was actually with the same head coach at UTEP and Missouri, Bob Stull. Yeah. And a phenomenal head coach and Larry Contera at Northern Arizona, who you met, the old guy that was at practice, yep. 98 years old. He gave us a hell of a speech. Yeah, unbelievable. So uh, all these guys, I just, uh, I was so lucky to to be around, and they were great mentors for me. You know, they and you take something from everybody. As a coach and as a player. As a I mean, player. same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. So you take a little bit of something from them and then you are you. That's what creates you. Not right now. Yeah. One thing people do not know or can't really fathom about the life of an NFL coach. Can you give us any nuggets of gold there? Yeah. So um, it's a you're one out of 32 people in the whole world that have a chance to do it. Yeah. Man. And, and so... Um, you take on a certain attitude. I mean, I love coming to work. And even the bad, you know, you're going to have good days and bad days, but the, the bad days aren't that bad. Yeah. And 
I think that's part of it. I think the the part dealing with the media, people probably don't understand that part of it and how, how that's got to be worked and worked through and the relationships that you develop there and how you, how you handle that. So I'd probably, probably say that. And then they probably don't know the relationships between the player and, and the coach. Yeah. And, and so, you know, that's, that's a little unique too. People, you wish people had that experience. Mm -hmm. And we take all these different people into a team and it's a little bit of a microcosm of life, you know, where you've, you've got every race, religion, they come together and they don't really care what race, religion they are. Talk about a melting pot. Everybody just plays and joins in and kind of pulls. In the tug of war, they're all pulling the rope in the same direction. Yeah. I'm doing it with the greatest. Of Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply efforts so, yeah. yeah i think that's unique do you have any advice for someone looking to get into coaching yeah i'm kind of asking this honestly from i say i've thought about coaching sure because i love coaches yeah i love the game i love the x's and o's of it what is the advice that you would give anybody out there looking to get into coaching yeah so i think one of the things that helped me was starting low yeah. not that you have to start at San Francisco State, where I worked for another great guy, Vic Rowan. He was a Hall of Famer, too. So. Yeah. But Coach Tom Melvin, baby. Tom Melvin, that's right. right <laughs> First yeah. evolution of my coaching career. Started with Tom and <laughs> ended with guys out here, man. Yeah. yeah so. um, you know, you start at a lower level at the pro ranks yeah. or college ranks, and you work, your, you work your way up. So you get to see the whole picture. Right. And then you appreciate it as you go, and you develop – your ability to teach, because yeah. really that's what you that's what you do, right? As opposed to being put in a, a real high position right off the bat, and expectations go way up, and then you have one bad game, and in this league that's like dog years. I mean, you know, it's you yeah. lose one game, and it's like you've blown the season. So, you, you know, you don't want to be put in that chair right away. Yeah, you need to be weathered. <laughs> yeah, you need to what, be weathered. The uh, calloused. Yeah, I got to ask you this: all coming off of that, is that one of the things you enjoy? Of where you're, obviously you coach players, but you've had so many coaches go on to get head coaching jobs, offensive coordinator jobs. I mean, your coaching tree has got to be, I mean, sure. it's only you and Bill, I think, that are up there with the amount of assistance you've had go on. Yeah. Is that a part of what you view your job is, is to develop all these guys and guide them? Yeah. So, you, you know, you're not going to be a good head coach without good players and good coaches. Yeah. And... If you have good players and you can teach as a coach, then normally you're going to win games. Yeah. So I've been lucky to have good, you know, good coaches. Yeah. And mm -hmm. a lot of them have been ex-players. And, yeah. and Doug P. That's right. Oh, man. I've had a chance to 
to move on and um, I'm their biggest fan unless we're playing them, right? Right. And then, yeah. and then you know, we got to roll. Yeah. Well, yeah. But you're looking to hire, you want good people. You want good pl players that are good people. That's what you want. Yeah. And it's, it's a people business no matter how you look at it. Yeah. The uh, Chiefs have been a staple in championship games for the last five years. Is it five or six years now? Um, Maybe yeah. six. Yeah, I don't even know. Whatever. But, you haven't won all of them. Do you cherish the wins more or bemoan the losses more? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I, I think losses, uh, they, they stick with you longer yeah. uh, than the wins. The wins, you go, okay, this is a beautiful thing. Uh, let's move on. we got to get on mm -hmm. to the next one. I think the trick to it is if you can learn from each. Yeah. And you kind of keep that balance of that. Yeah. Or on the losses, you don't get yourself too low. Let's learn from it. Make ourselves better. We lost in a championship game, and I listened. I, I listened to these guys talk. Yeah. And all of them said, I could do better. Yeah. I mean, now you got a chance. Right. Coming back that next year, you got a chance. Yeah. If everybody's taken part of it, um, including the head coach, yeah. um, if you're all taking oh, part sure. of the responsibility there, then, yeah, you have a chance to to go. So those are good lessons uh, to learn when you lose. When you win, you can't get too high because uh, if you're off a tick in the National Football League, you're going to get your tail kicked. Right. And there's just too much parity. Yeah. Too many great players. They're best, again, best in the world. Yeah. The world's a pretty big place. It is a big place. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> you gotta you got to stay right, right at the top of it. Yeah, the losing definitely uh, – it's a little home for me right now, but and I, I like to tell everybody after the game, I was. Oh, I was, do, you I was a, do you have a handkerchief? Yeah, I was very happy. I was. I was very upset. Obviously, we lost, but I was happy for you guys because he's been kicking my tail know, all my life, coach. Personal you connection. Me not I to had, cry? You're right, though. I think. Um, and then all you do is you think about the plays that could have happened different, or the different calls you could have made, or if this just happens, if I just do that and. I think you're right. I think when, but it has to be focused on yourself. You got to. What, what could I have done better? And I think that that's that's right. Largely where we're at right now. And jointly, it'll, it'll happen. Well, yeah. You guys have a real good team. So I mean, yeah. it's you've got good leadership. Um, whether it's Howie or or Nick. I mean, these are the three guys you drafted. Yeah. 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 Well, that's right. Yeah. I yeah. Appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. I have, I'm I'm very uh, very similar until you persevere and then win and then I didn't even remember losing the Super Bowl that we were in. <laughs> that happened. Yeah. You don't remember that? No, yeah, I just no. I block it out. Yeah. Either that or I just I choose not to. Well, you told me something in the offseason that I still tell everybody was that when you lose one, it makes you want to win one that much more. Yeah, that's right. And I thought you were full of crap until this past year just happened, and I can honestly understand where you're coming from fire, now. Man on fire, baby. Yeah. Let's get back to your Philly area a little bit. You coached in Philly from 99 to 2012? 14, 14 years. 14, yeah. yeah. Oh, um, God. <laughs> that was your first head coaching job. What were your thoughts going into that? Did you Was it was Philly the only option? Were you interviewing with multiple other teams? Yeah. There was a rumor that you had a five-inch notebook that was like your keys to running an organization. Yeah. So there were three teams that, that were interested. Okay. And Philly happened to be the first interview. All right. And listen, it was probably the one that was, if I you know, honestly said it, it was probably the one that I'd have a chance at more than the, the other two. But sure. I was the last of the interviews with Philly and four or five guys that interviewed there beforehand. Yeah. And, and uh, they were good coaches. And so I was not a coordinator. And I'm going, I need every piece of artillery I can get to go in there and try to get this thing. And yeah. I had studied Mike Holmgren for all those years, uh, seven years, and 
Green Bay and try to write notes down and keep it organized. Mm -hmm. So if something were to happen, I was lucky enough to get an interview, I could go in and I'd have the answers to the test. Right? Yeah, sure. From a, from a great coach yeah. who should be in the Hall of Fame. So that, that's where the binder came from. Yeah. And it was a long interview, and it worked out okay. But I knew what I was getting into. It was a tough place. Yeah. Tough Talk, place. You just talked about media, understand how to control that. Is that the toughest media market, you think, in the NFL? Yeah, it's one of them. I, mean, I had a chance to talk to Bill Parcells. We played the Jets yeah. uh, my first year. and the preseason, he goes, hey, like, you're in the toughest place ever. <laughs> right there. And he's in New York at the time. I'm going, all right, all right. this is the toughest place. So I knew it wasn't, that part wasn't going to be easy, but I, I was honest with him. And, and uh, I mean, we always talk about you don't have to say everything, right. tell the whole story, but you better, whatever you say comes out, whatever comes out of your mouth, better be the truth. Yeah, yeah. You better be able to stand That's on That's right. Yeah. And so, you know, that that was part of it. We know that the uh, the Philly market is uh, it's tough in terms of the media, but I'll tell you what, man, being a, being a fan of Jason and being a fan of the Eagles, the Eagles organization treating me like family in there, what was your biggest takeaway in Philly coaching for the Eagles out there? Yeah, so, I mean, I, Jeff Lurie, I'm, I'm close with to this day. Mm -hmm. um, he treated me great. The people there, uh, you, you, add, you uh, gain a badge of honor if you can make it through mm -hmm. there still standing. <laughs> so they've, they've been great um, through some tough times. I mean, there were tough times along the way, and whether it was on the field or off the field, and uh, they were right there with me. Uh, but they're going to let you know. I mean, they're going to let you know. One thing I, I could say about it is they're going to let you know they're like a coach and a player. Yeah. If you stink, they're going to tell you you stink. And if you're good, they're going to tell you you're good. Yep. And there's no in-between. <laughs> there's nothing in-between. That's right. So it's a tough place, but um, it's a good place. Yeah. Yeah. Would you have done anything differently in your time in Philly? Uh, no. I'm sure. I, yes. I'm, you know, no. I mean, there, there are things you learn along the way. Yes. But I, I think we, we were able to go to five championship games and a Super Bowl. And and uh, I, I think the organization hadn't been doing great. And we were able to kind of get them moved up uh, the chain there in, in the NFL, and it worked out okay. So I think things there was at least a foundation there that everybody could build on and, yeah. and go win the Super Bowl like you guys did. Yeah, with a former player and coach of yours. Yeah. 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 That was awesome, though. You just talked about, like, the badge of honor. I, do you think that that Philadelphia media fan base, I feel like there's, like, a sense of urgency in that city that, like, you got to come to work every day. You get, like, has, have you carried that over? Did you have that in Green Bay? Or did that, does, do you think that affects the organization? In the yeah, country? Green Bay for a different reason because of the history there. Sure, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, you feel that legacy that, that takes place there. And and then in Philly, you know, they'll, they'll give you two strikes. Uh, three, <laughs> nine, you know, you're, you're done. And yeah. uh, and so you've got to bring. Yeah, you do. You bring your A game every day. I mean, yeah. if you're off a tick, there's a, you're going to hear about it. And so you, you make sure that you prepare and you're organized and all those things that you you need to be. Yeah. You know, let's move on to some Chiefs talk. Baby. All right, there we go. <laughs> right. Get out of Philly, man. You know what I'm saying. And let's talk some QBs. Yeah. When did you know that I wasn't a QB? Well, there are a couple different times. <laughs> if you want to take it, back, want to take it back to New York, there was a. Oh, hey yo! Just listen. If in doubt, run the ball. There you go. Eighty yards. He wants. To, he, he told you. Him. No, he, he has said the coaching point. You told him, which is do not 
Travis, do not throw this ball. You're not making a read. No. It's either there or you're running no, it. No, he wanted to see if he could beat my pump pass and kick record. <laughs> <laughs> it it so, was a good throw. It was a dart. Yeah, it's a wrong deal. <laughs> And then we come back, and we've got this play. We called it Black Pearl, and it was a beautiful thing. Yeah. And, <laughs> so and, and we, we get Tyreek to toss it to Kels, and, and Patrick goes in the end zone, and although he almost stepped out of bounds, and he should have been deeper. But <laughs> one corner plays both of them. And it's like your brother, in the middle, and hold it, and your brother, I'm not going to talk to him. I'm not going to look at yeah. But your brother choked. Yeah. So, yeah. so he, got, he got there, and it was a, <laughs> and, Oh, man. And then, and then hold it. Not only that. So this is like in the first, second quarter. Yeah. It ruined him the rest of the game. I didn't even want to be there. I didn't even want to be there. Good thing Tyreek had 300 yards. Now, this guy's got like the best arm ever. <laughs> and this was like a five-yard, not even a five-yard. He could have run it in. It was all bad, man. It was all bad. But, but he came back. He came Third back. time's a charm, baby. That's right. Came back. Third time's That's a charm right. in the playoffs. We you needed survive it most. in Philly. <laughs> no, seriously, when did you know that uh, Patrick Mahomes was the real deal? Was it watching him at Tech or kind of getting him in the building? And Yeah. I give credit to Brett Veach on that one. Because nice. Brett... Uh, Shout out to Veach. Brett was a scout at the time, and, and from the first time that kid played, <laughs> Dorsey and I had tapes on our desk. And, and uh, said, you got to watch this guy. You have to watch him. And wow. for two years or how many ever years it was, we watched this kid. And Veach goes, this is the best guy I've ever seen. I mean, he's just, he's that good. And Veach did the Southwest or Southeast area, and that's mm -hmm. the hotbed. And, you know, so Doris and I go, yeah, this guy's pretty good now. So <laughs> about two years later. And then, and then I think once he stepped into the league and he did that game at Denver, where we've wrapped up our playoff spot. Oh, yeah. And he got to jump in and go in a game. I mean, he, he did what he did in practice, what he did at Tech. And I go, that's that's pretty good. We had Alex <laughs> Smith at the time. It was also it good. Was a, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. his best year. Yeah. We said on the show that Matt Nagy secretly gave Pat the answers to the draft interview. Did you know that he had the answers? And did that interview impress you if you did not? <laughs> yeah, so listen, Veach. No, no. So Veach and Nagy were teammates. Ah! Was it Delaware State? They were in cahoots. Yeah. Dead, dead giveaway. <laughs> so I had a couple little curveballs just to throw in there. Just Nagy a couple little curveballs. And, and he handled them. Nice. I, I knew. Pat Mahomes I, can hit the curveball, baby. That's right. That's right. Just a couple curveballs. That's good stuff. What goes on in uh, like evaluating a QB from a from a coach and like the uh, GM perspective? I think you got to get to know the guy and see what he's all about. Mm -hmm. You go to the combine and and the answers are kind of packaged there sure, uh, yeah. with answers, and I think that's easy. Um, you don't get a ton out of them, but you, you get a guy, you lock him in a room for eight hours, and then you go over a whole install, make him spit it back at you, and and then throw questions at him on how you'd handle this. By the time you get done with that eight hours, you got a pretty good feel on what the guy's about. And we did six, I believe it was six of them that year. And uh, it was their day in, in the building here. And so mm -hmm. by the time they left, we kind of, I think we were pretty accurate with it, actually, as we went through and have looked now with the history part of it. Yeah. We were pretty accurate on our evaluation. It takes a lot of time, though. Yeah. When, you, when you're evaluating, is there anything that you... What makes Pat Mahomes, in your mind, so much different than every other quarterback out there? Like, what is unique about him? Well, if he's in a bind, he just throws a ten. It's not a bad safety. <laughs> no, I tell you, he's just—he's got a good way about him. He, he was raised in a locker room, so he's got that feel. Yeah. He's a natural leader, but he's humble. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
uh, he's easy to coach. I mean, he's going to listen. You can coach him hard, and then at the same time, he wants everything you can throw at him. Yeah. And, you know, both of you guys are great players, and if there's one thing I've noticed in coaching over the years is the great players want, want you to give them one more thing so they can even be greater than what they are. So they're always asking, hey, what do you got? What do you got? What do you got? You know, and, yeah. and um, I saw that with Brett. I saw it with Reggie White. I, mean, I saw it with the different guys, Sterling Sharp, all these guys that phenomenal players, and uh, Brian Dawkins, and the list goes on. Oh, so, God. right. But they just want to give me one more thing to make you make me better than what I am. And so it's a great driver for a coach to, to do. But, anyways, that uh, that's Pat's got that. Yeah. Uh, he, he wants you to load him up and challenge him, and he's going to work. And he's dedicated. I mean, you know, I mean, he during the week he's not going out. No. He's gonna try. He's gonna stay in and study and do his thing. And all the time. Yeah, that's no. how that's how he rolls. Well, he uh, he has a bunch of ridi ridiculous records. Um, one of the most ridiculous is his uh, come from behind record. When it's in the heat of the battle, and uh, and we're kind of in that you know that trailing position. What does it feel like when you just you see Mahomes out there just take control of the game? Like, what is that feeling for you as a head coach? Well, it's a little bit like in the Super Bowl. Um, I, I'm not telling you this, not to rub it in or anything, but it's all right. <laughs> it's going to be all week we'll for get, me. <laughs> uh, we'll get you that handkerchief. Just, just, just hang on. I'll pass it to you. I'll lend you my shirt. You know, a little bit. Um, everybody in that locker room knew <clears throat> that we had the ability, if we just straighten a couple things out, mm -hmm. to come back. That, to me, is reassuring as a coach. But you've got to have the players that believe in that. Yeah. So it's one thing for the coaches to believe in it and say it. Um, it's another thing when you're saying it to guys that truly have that feeling in their heart. So 10 points we know isn't a big thing, and 20 points, 21 points is not a big thing. We've, mm -hmm. we've done that. And, and so that's, uh, that's a good feeling from, you know, when you're sitting in the head coach's seat. Right on. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, you were dialing them things up, Coach. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's keep talking some uh, Super Bowl 57, man. So we just won our second Super Bowl. <laughs> second. Uh, did the second feel better? Where? How did it compare to the first one? Yeah, I think it did feel better, actually. And it, it wasn't because it was the Eagles. That, that's not the reason. It, it was – the first one was a whirlwind. It, it just – everything was moving fast. <laughs> right. And then the second one was weird because of COVID. Mm-hmm. And, and we lost. And then the third one was just uh, uh, you were able to kind of step back and take everything in. Yeah. And uh, you still know that there's a challenge ahead of you coming up for the season, but you're able to enjoy it for that, that moment there. And it was just uh, I'll remember that part where the first one was a little bit foggy. Just, just yeah. rapid fire. And I, yeah. I hear you. Everyone's pretty excited, huh? <laughs> Did you feel more pressure the uh, the first time or the second time? First, the yeah. first win or the second win? We want to talk yeah, about this. I'm not. Listen, I I didn't get caught up in that. Yeah, I, I'm not. I didn't feel the pressure that way. I you feel the pressure to do well, like uh, if that's a pressure. It's that angst that drives you. Mm -hmm. You know that you you want to you want your guys to to show well. They busted their butt to get to this point, and. Let's just do that, yeah. And then let the chips fall where they may. If it if it's not good enough, then the other team's better. But let's not go out and lay an egg. 
Yeah. Let's not do that. How is it seeing guys that you drafted and former players that you've uh, you've coached over the years? How does that feel seeing them across the field and uh, playing yeah, was, against them? Yeah, that was weird. That was, right. that was different. That was a little different. Brandon I mean, Graham, I, yeah, Fletch. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you look across and the people. I I know people across the field. There, you know, there was actually one time. I, I probably shouldn't even say it, but I'm going to say it. Um, because it's you two, um, and nobody else is going to hear it. So, <laughs> so there was one point where I, I was back talking with Pat. My back was to the field, and I heard the cheer, and I, I turn around, and your tight end caught the ball. Yeah. And for a minute, I went, hey, nice. Hey. <laughs> It was weird. It, that was, on Goddard. But yeah, it was just the one time. And uh, the rest of the time, I was all red. Yeah. It, I'm it, not going to lie. There was, after I think it was either the first or the second touchdown they scored, and that dang on Fly Eagles flies coming on. Yeah. I got caught going like this just a little yeah. bit to the Fly Eagles. Fly. I'm like, no, 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 snap out of it. Yeah. Snap out of it. Yeah, no, it was back. It was like dueling banjos, <laughs> man. It was back and forth. So. All game. Great game. It got. Deemed the Kelsey Bowl. Yeah. Should, it should it have been, it sh, in our mind, it should have been the Andy Reid Bowl. You had your fingerprints really? over both organizations in such a way. I don't know. I, I just think it's, has that ever happened in the NFL where a head coach <laughs> has played his former team that he was with for over a decade? Players that he drafted, coaches that he coached with, yeah, the front yeah. office. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, that was it, weird. I, I I don't know if it has. It was it was a great experience. Yeah. Um, I thought it was unique, uh, but when I saw your mom's shoes, I go, "This is the Mrs. Kelsey." <laughs> <laughs> uh, she was she was rocking. Those are Hall of Fame shoes, right That's there. That's right. That's right. Those are Hall of Fame shoes. They just threw they just threw those things up in can, baby. I know. I saw it. I like it. Shout out to Mama Kels. <laughs> Coming into the league, this the offense has changed so freaking much. I mean, traditionally, I'm. I'm the U tight end, but Fasano was the Y tight end. It's a very power run-oriented offense, especially with Jamal Charles. And I just feel like this tight end position has kind of changed throughout it all. I just wanted to kind of see it from your point of view. Have have you just created an offense with four wide receivers, or is the tight end position still available in this offense? <laughs> yeah, so we call it a tight end. Yeah, <laughs> it uh, still has the Y in the playbook. That's right. <laughs> it's unique because of how you put your flair on it and your ability to work in space and and do all of that. You know, it, so it's changed. It, it has. It's changed the game. It's given a lot of tight ends that maybe aren't that inline crusher an opportunity. Mm -hmm. And then with the rules that the league has put in for offenses to flourish, it, it's given the tight ends that opportunity to flourish yeah. and, and a different, lot different role. Yeah, I guess how has the league changed? In i got to ask this now because, yeah. I mean, you've been coaching for a long time. How has the league changed? Yeah, so I can give you, I can give you an example. When I was in Philly, Green Bay, yeah. uh, went to, what, three Super Bowls, right? Two in Green Bay, one in Philly. Mm -hmm. And there wasn't a snap that any of the quarterbacks on our the team that I was had an opportunity to coach uh, – that was in the shotgun. Holy cow. And today, very few times is a... Are you under center now? Yeah, yeah. Uh, probably less than 50%. Are you under Short center? yardage, goal line. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. So, I mean, it's evolved that way. Technology has evolved. The game, you know, the, the media and, and the uh, that parody that you get 
by the league rules, but also by players knowing each other and what everybody's doing yeah. on every team because of you know, the iPhones and yeah. that, that stuff, uh, communication. TV copies and yeah, everybody's mic'd up at all times. That's right. That's right. Players go from one organization. And, yeah. yeah. I mean, we can tell you how many times your heart beats in a practice. I mean, it's <laughs> that wasn't the case back when. Right, yeah. yeah. So. Who wins, a team from today's NFL or a team from one of those Green Bay teams? I still think the um, they would compete for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> the talent and the size and the, that, that are similar. You know, San Francisco's doing it. They're a little bit tighter, yeah. often a little bit more under center. Yeah. Uh, you know, there are a few other teams that are doing that type of thing. Shanahan offense. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it would it'd work. I, I would think, though, that you'd have to bounce back. When, it, when we lost the Super Bowl to the Patriots, Patriots. Yeah. in Philly, we had to get into the gun after that with all the double-A stuff that was going on. Is that what they did? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So we, we that next year, we, we started popping back into the gun. Yeah. And... You'd have to incorporate that in there. But other than that, I think the talent is very similar. We did a lot of two-back stuff back then. Nah. You know, there's not a lot of that in the league. San Francisco would be one of the teams. You know, the fullback has kind of been eased out of the game a little bit. Now teams try and do some of that fullback stuff with the, the second tight end, That's right. the off position. You can kind of get to some of those runs, but it's not the same. Yeah, it's yeah. Different, a little bit different. Mount Rushmore of fast food burgers. What do you got? Yeah, so my, my grandson's been hammering me on this. Uh, every Little League game, we go out for cheeseburgers. So I, I go Town Topic, which is right down the road. I go okay. uh, Five Guys and, and the Whataburger to support Pat. I mean, you know, we got to do right. that. I and still got to go. Texas Water. Doesn't right. make enough money, you know, right here. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure I'm, I'm missing one, but uh, th those are the ones that we hit, and I yeah. need to stop hitting them. They're <laughs> starting to hit back, right? Yeah. Uh, Town Topic's good at any time of the day, too. It's a late night, late night diners. That's yeah. the diners are Jason's gig too. So we might yeah. have to stop. Oh there no, it's the best. Six seats. All right now. What's your favorite play call of all time? Well, it was Snow Globe. Yeah, I like that one. That's the, that, yeah, yeah. Snow just, ring, but it's more of a ring around the rosy. How'd you get ring Snow around, Globe? Well, it was, I mean, it was, you know, it was, a, it was, a it was in Christmas. It was yeah, a season. Yeah, reindeer. Season. You know, Rudolph personality. <laughs> so it, it, that was kind of fun. Yeah. What's the narrative about Andy Reid that you feel is unfair or maybe? Not correct. I'm really a skinny guy. It's just the cameras put a lot of weight on me. <laughs> me too. Uh, no, I, listen, I don't know. I uh, Probably that I don't have a sense of humor. I, you know. Well, we're clearly dispelling that right now. Okay, yeah. good. <laughs> Who was funnier, you in the State Farm commercial or Travis in SNL? Yeah, I'm going to tell you what, man. He's a rock star. <laughs> Isn't he good? I don't even, I know, gotta if, give him I don't even know if I'm going to be able to coach him. I mean, <laughs> It's going to be, you know, like they do in college football. I'm going to yell at him. He's going to leave. He's going to go become a movie star. He's just going to give me that brow. I got to say, you know both of you. Yeah. When he gives when he gets you that brow, baby. Yeah. Yeah. You're done messing around. How tired are you of seeing that punt, pass, and kick competition video come up on the screen every year? Yeah, very tired. You gotta let you gotta let them know right here though. It what it was uh, an age range. Oh yeah, so the, the kid wasn't the kid next to you wasn't the yeah eight year old. I was thirteen. <laughs> there was a line, two lines. So it went eight, you know, nine, ten, eleven, thirteen, and then you rotate, right? So that kid was not the same years. age as me. Yeah, let's get that straight. And you did win it, right? Uh, I didn't win that one. What? I, yeah, I won the one before. It. <laughs> Fourth and goal. Ball on the one. What's your call? 
Game on the line. This is how it is. You just <laughs> You'll never know until it happens, baby. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Coach, I can't thank you for coming on the show with us enough. I appreciate um, you. It's been an honor having the man that drafted both my brother and I on here, who's had such an important uh, role in both of our careers and impact. Um, thank you so much for coming on, Coach. Yeah. You guys just keep being you, man. That's right. I always got to yeah, give you your flowers, big guy. The That's best right. leader, the best teacher. And doggone the best player caller that I've ever freaking been around, baby. I, I love working with him. And the best guy to wear a Hawaiian shirt. Heck yeah. I mean, come yeah. on now. And those of you that think he's just the best offensive mind, best head coach, he's got the only only tight end coach in the entire history of the league to have two all-pro tight ends in one season. He's the best tight end coach ever ever to play the game, too, baby. Woo-hoo! I had to throw that little fun fact in there. I appreciate that. All righty, that wraps up this episode of New Heights. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Andy Reid episode, Coach Red. Um, Make sure you're subscribed on YouTube to the New Heights channel. And so you can check out when all the new episodes are dropping and uh, listen and subscribe wherever you can podcast. All right. Now, once again, New Heights is presented by Wave Sports and Entertainment and brought to you by our friends at Fireball. Follow us on all social media platforms at New Heights Show with one S for fun clips throughout the week. Thanks to our production and crew for always making us look good. And thank you to the 92 percenters. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this one as much as we did. Coach, I love you, big guy. Love you guys, man. You already know. Until the next time, everybody. Peace. Peace.